Lester, the Nightfly. On the Pacific Radio Network. Also made available on PRX, the Public Radio Exchange. All hit radio. Every time you pick up the mic, you are broadcasting. Lester the Nightfly? Lester the Nightfly. I'm Lester the Nightfly. Lester the Nightfly. I'm Lester the Nightfly. Hello, Baton Rouge. Won't you turn? This is PJ Ewing. You are listening to Lester the Nightfly. We are here again for a conversation with an artist, a singer, an opera singer in this case. Welcome, Victoria. How are you? I'm good, PJ. How are you? I am doing really, really great. We are all very lucky, listeners, to have Victoria Davis, who we're going to call Tori. I'll have you know. (laughs) Uh, And she is an opera singer from... I'm from Washington, D.C., born and raised, but I currently reside in Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn, New York. Represent, Zent. Um, <laughs> I am not far from you. I'm in lower Manhattan. So, Tori is a, a New Yorker now. We're going we're gonna to claim you as a New Yorker, officially, <laughs> right? Would you, would you uh, uh, is that okay? Can we do that? Yes, absolutely. I've lived here for almost seven years. I'll gladly claim that. Is that that's the statute of limitations. I think, I think you crossed the line. <laughs> it's funny, because I've been here for 35 and I, I always ask the question, am I a New Yorker? Because I'm very Midwestern. You know, I'm, you're not going to mistake me for a New Yorker very quickly. You know? so, but I feel like I belong. You do belong. I mean, if you can live in New York, I feel like you can live anywhere. And as someone who's lived here for almost 30 years, I'm sure that you have seen yeah. <laughs> all types of things living in this city. I have. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then some of them I don't want to remember. So let's not go down that path. You know? uh, the good and the bad. Um, it's gotten tougher. Everyone listening, New York has gotten tougher over the last year, year and a half. Yeah. Post-pandemic, end of pandemic, it's, uh, I'm on a couple train stops that are less pleasant than they have ever been in my history, but we're going to fix it. And, you know, yeah. we all work around it. It's, it's, it. We've gone back to some, some of those eras that we used to uh, be glad that we had put behind us and now we're looking at them again, but we'll get through it. We'll get through it. So, Tori... This is the first of two shows with you. Yeah. And we are going to talk about your life and your songs and your music. It's evolved into this R&B sort of looking back and looking forward show. Is that a decent description of what we're about to do? I would say um, my musical style, the things that I listen to is pretty eclectic because it's literally all over the place, but it's definitely, definitely steeped in R&B. Okay. And older R&B specifically. We're going to sort of go through a vein of some really, really light and fun and enjoyable music. And we're going to talk about it as we go. And that's the nature of part one. So I'm excited. Tori, are you? I am. I'm really (laughs) excited. I'm over here cheesing. (laughs) We're going to listen to some Beyonce. This is from the brand new record, Renaissance. I have been so excited to listen to this record and focus on it. And you're the one who's bringing it to us. Yeah. This is called Plastic Off the Sofa. This is Beyonce. It's the way you weigh your emotions. 
that you can't help but be yourself around me, yourself around me, sugar. When you're tripping, I know I make up and make love, so I let you be, I let you be. It's the way you listen when I'm crying, you let me Looking at your smile Stay in the eyes, I can stay a while Feeling is a vibe Pick up like we never even lost time I could do this for days I would run a thousand miles for you I could do this many ways But I'ma fall fast and die with you Wanna chase that, going crazy I'm like, oh my Lay back, gotta save that Time to face facts If you love me, better say that I don't wanna leave your mind To wander out, surround you Make you feel sure Got desire to make this right Cause every single night I wanna feel your soul I wanna grow always you make the most with you That's the goal I wanna grow you make the moves with you I'll give you some time Whatever you want, you just say the word We can do the time Lock away the key, that's what you prefer I could do this for days I would run a thousand miles for you I could do this many ways I'ma fall fast and die with you Wanna chase that, going crazy I'm like, oh my, but I'm laid back Gotta save that, time to face facts If you love me, girl, just say that I don't wanna leave your mind to wander I'll surround you, make you feel sure Got desire to make this right Cause every single night I wanna feel your soul, yeah I wanna grow always, you make the most with you, that's the goal I wanna grow always, you make the most with you If we met in another life If we met on a different street Would you still be walking this direction? Would we still be walking at the same speeds? 
Would you still put up a fight? Would you still make time for me? I hope so I hope so playlist i like discovering music from different apple music playlists and one of the playlists that i really love that they produce is acoustic r&b where everything's mainly either piano or guitar and there's this piece called make the most by loner um initially the first version of this was with an artist um named her and she's also an r&b artist who plays guitar as well and the the music video that I saw initially was a little more upbeat. It was sort of an homage to the George Floyd situation and him speaking from the perspective of someone who is a young black man who is in love for the first time and him never returning home. But this version, the acoustic version is super it's it's more delicate. I'm engaged um, and uh this song reminds me of my relationship in a lot of ways. It's just a blissful state. It's about never wanting to leave, always wanting to stay there, remembering these photographic moments, something like a smile or like a memory that you have forming with them. And it just reminds me of that. It's, 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 it's really beautiful. It's very soft, very simple, which is how I believe that love should be. Is that his real name? Do you think his mom named him loner i hope not that was really <laughs> tragic i don't think so it's really <laughs> lovely i had never heard that before it's just gorgeous and before that we heard beyonce's plastic off the sofa what a great way to start the show you know i have listened to the record but i mm-hmm. haven't focused on it and it was it, it was uh, the world was a buzz as soon as this record dropped um a month and a half ago or so why do we have this uh, plastic off the sofa from from that collection why did that strike you Plastic off the sofa is also, it reminds me a lot of my relationship. Very easygoing. Um, I love the the base. It's it's super simple. I'm actually, ironically, PJ, I'm not a Beyonce fan. I don't listen to a lot of her music. Not because I have anything against her, but uh, she's not usually my go-to. But I thought this album, I mean, Renaissance, and as we said, I like older R&B. So it reminded me of those vibes. And this song is very similar um with loner it's it's just about kind of building up confidence in your partner and and seeing them making them view uh themselves in the way that you view them it's it's like a a a very sexy sultry calm song i always imagine driving on the highway to this song i've actually listened to the song driving on the highway (laughs) yeah this was really the reason, as we were interacting and text messages, and I was listening to the songs, 
this is the one that said, wait a minute, that's that's got a vibe from another era. It yeah. really tapped into that. And that's where I started thinking, gosh, there's there's more. And then and then some of the other artists you chose, I'm like, okay, we got it, we gotta do this. Okay, so we've listened to Beyonce, we've listened to Loner. All right. Tori, what's your world like? Who are you? What are you all about? What do you do? Tell us about your your musical side in terms of performance. Give us a little lowdown. That answer is evolving and changing. I just turned 29. I'm evolving into a person who really likes to feed my spirit and my soul and my surroundings, my community, my friends. Um, and I want every aspect of my life to reflect that and my music to reflect that. I'm a person who's grown up around a lot of musicians, a lot of artists. I was raised in the church. With my soul Come on over the bill Come from a family of reverends and pastors and bishops and deacons and missionaries and all of that stuff and if you weren't any of those things, you were a musician in the church. You played the piano, the drums, the guitar, something. So I, I literally cannot remember any moment in my entire life where music and the, the spiritual aspect of music, at least, has not been a part of me or inspired me and propelled me forward in any shape, form or fashion. So I guess that's that's who I am. I I try to uh for lack of better words, walk in spirit and in truth. And it, it flows, I hope it flows out of me, even through my music, even to what I listen to and feed myself. Um, because I do believe what you feed yourself, just like when you eat, it, it matters because it's, what, it's also what you display to other people. Tell us about your singing and your opera, the opera side of you. Opera takes up every single component of my life. <laughs> my muggle job as uh, opera singers like to call it is working as a director of education for an opera company called Opera on Tap. Um, so literally when I'm not singing opera, I'm trying to feed opera to the next generation of children so they can understand how wonderful it is. I sing and I practice daily. If you were to come in my house and you were to turn to your right, you would see my little studio with my desk and my piano and all of my musical scores. My goal is to have a wall full of scores. That has always been a goal. It's one of the first things I noticed about New York teachers, actually. They all have walls of scores, and I was amazed by that. I still am.
Bellini, um, Rossini, I love Donizetti. I started pivoting in that direction very recently over the last two years. I used to sing a lot heavier rep, such as Aida and La Boheme and Lohengrin and Tannhäuser and all of those beautiful pieces. But it was noted that I had coloratura facilities and I was able to move my voice, albeit, although it's, it's, it's heavy, my voice is very heavy. And so I started to delve into these different realms of opera that I didn't actually think I was capable of until I actually just kind of imitated something. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe we should work through this. And so now my life consists of learning these pieces, these beautiful pieces of music and understanding the reasons why these melismas were written. That is a large part of what my opera, my operatic life looks like now outside of the language component. This is for me an opportunity to hear sort of the, a day in the life, a week in the life, a month in the life of an opera singer. And I can't tell you that I have those answers. So I'm really excited to hear you tell that more as we go. We're going to go back now. This is really one of the selections that you, you brought to our, our show, and that is from Denise Williams. It's called Free. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to tag on to that a few more Denise Williams tracks. Fabulous artist from the 1970s. She's written a few pieces or sung a few pieces, and one of them is Free. Really slow build-up piece, a lot of melodic harmonic components. Very simple. Thank you. 
Three from Denise Williams. They're lovely, uh, Tori. I really, uh, I mean, when I hear Let's Hear for the For the Boy, I just want to start bopping around and it brings back all kinds of memories from a million years ago. I don't think I knew Free as well, but I did know it. It's fantastic. And it's going to take a miracle. Another one of her hits. She's really got a, a, a just a sweet, sweet sound. If she sung opera, she'd probably be a coloratura. I'm I'm 99.9% sure that she would. Her voice is very high um, pitched. It sits really high, but it's gorgeous. Really melodic. Hypnotic, I would say. Hmm. You know, she's from Maryland, Baltimore, originally. Oh, my gosh. I did not know that. I didn't. And that's kind of sad because I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. But it makes sense. Yeah. What a sweet, sweet sound. There's a lot more of Denise Williams out there to listen to. She was raised in Gary, Indiana. She in- attended Morgan State University. Ah. In fact. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. I know a lot of people went to Morgan. Fabulous mm-hmm. school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really, really so fun to listen to that. Okay. So those are three from Denise Williams. Let's go back to you. The life of an opera singer, full of music, full of scores. It's the um, uh, really the bel canto era or the bel canto style, right? Is that what we would call it? What you're studying now? Yeah, um, I my voice really loves bel canto singing a lot. Um, so all of the the three queen operas, Norma. Um, I would sing a lot of uh, Donizetti, Rossini for sure. Right. Um, Any favorites from Rossini opera wise? Uh, Mameto Secondo. Um, I recently uh, covered this role with Teatro Nuovo this past summer. Unfortunately, the show was canceled. Mm. Rossini, when I first started learning about him, I thought all he wrote was comedies. And <laughs> I was kind of intrigued to know that that wasn't actually the case. And in fact, most of his music was pretty serious. This opera is not done a lot. I think the last time it was done in the United States was 2014. And I believe that was the first time it was done in the United States. Yeah. 
it's actually based on a true story about Emperor ah. Mahmud, and he brought about the、ah. Ottoman Empire, and he also was the one who took over Constantinople. Yes, Constantinople. It、ha. was fascinating. The information and the work that Rossini put into this, he added the love component, as do most operas. But fascinating that most of the、uh, opera is based on history. It's a heck of a piece. It's about four hundred and something pages long, about three hours. Incredible effort to get to know a work like that. Yes. <laughs> so tell us more. Your life is with、uh, opera on tap. What's that all about? I dare say it's an alternative opera company that really tries to bring opera to the people into the community. It started with our founder in chief, Annie Hyatt, who was an opera singer herself, graduated from MSN in Indiana U, respectfully. Decided that she didn't want to sing, but she wanted to bring opera into crowds with drinks. She she loved beer. She knew a lot of opera singers who loved beer. As well, and they wanted a chance to show off their repertoire that they worked so hard on. One of the other things that opera singers work through when they're younger is the chance to actually perform. And so she created an opportunity for them to go into their local bars and to their local juke joints and sort of put on like a little recital of their arias and art songs that they really wanted to perform. And so now we've expanded. We have several chapters around the world. We have twenty-seven chapters in total. In these chapters, they put on bar shows, they put on recitals in different venues. It's really alternative works.、Um, most recently, we're working with Opera Cades, where literally we take the Zanzar machine out in public. Opera singers go and sing in the machine,、um, while you can spin the wheel and choose a number. We'll sing the aria of whatever number it is that you want us to sing. This is unbelievable. And super cool. If it didn't exist, it should be created. That it's a brilliant idea to bring opera to everybody. I love this. I can't believe I, did, I didn't know anything about it though. It, it, all those chapters. This is the New York chapter that you're a part of, then. Yes,、um, we call the New York chapter the motherboard chapter <laughs> because it's the founding chapter. Opera on tap, and and, and this is this is a, a job, like and and the company is paid. To do these works, or is it donations? How is this funded? So it is funded through grants, and it is also funded、um, through the public. So our public will come and they'll pay to see the show, much like any other show, depending on which. And、um, from there, we put on these performances all around. Wow. Well, that's really that's really cool.、Um, well, we'll get back to your opera life after some more. <laughs> What a funny show this is, right? After some more R and B. We're we're gonna we're gonna go between opera and R and B and Tori and her list. Let's go to some Debarge. I mentioned Debarge and you said you love Debarge and I love Debarge.、Um, wh- what do you know about these people and and、uh, where where how did you find them for the first time? Do you think? Oh my gosh! So、um, in D.C., my parents、uh, don't actually listen to a lot of new R&B or anything outside of gospel and、um, older R&B. And there's a radio station called Quiet Storm. I believe it's all over the United States. I think, but there was one night that we were listening to Quiet Storm and this little cute melody. And I was like, "What is this? This is so magical!" And this beautiful, soft tenor voice came in, and it was "Time Will Reveal" 
And after that, I, I researched them and I found out they were all siblings and they were all gorgeous. I believe they're from Minnesota. Um, they're uh, from a biracial background, just beautiful melodic voices. And they've they've produced some hits. And I think DeBarge is still going. I think he's still singing. Uh, yeah, it's amazing, right? I mean, they're, they are, they, he, one of the things that I think defines them is that they wrote this music themselves. It wasn't a team of writers. It was them, you know, L E L is one of them, Marty, bunny. Um, you see the credits. I was going through the credits earlier and like, are they really writing these hits or is somebody else doing, they're writing their own stuff and they wrote monster hits that were so sweet. Like you're saying. And uh, I, I admire them so much. I think El DeBarge had his own career a little yeah. bit after the DeBarge family career was happening. Yeah. He's still singing. Mm. Still singing. Wouldn't it be fun to see him? Yeah. Wouldn't that be fun? Well, let's listen to a, a, a bunch. We're going to listen to one, two, three. We're going to listen to three different songs from all from the same record. This is my doing. There are a lot more, but I picked the record. <laughs> it's called In a Special Way. And there are Time Will Reveal. That's the first. Second behind that is My Heart. Truly, Tori, My Heart is this little, little sweet little piece, Stay With Me. Do you know that one? Yeah, I've heard it, yeah. And that, that's been sampled in other hip-hop stuff. That little riff. And, and the, the pleading... Don't go, don't go. I love you so. At the end, oh, it is. You, you're so with him. You want him to get the girl. You know, it's so sweet. Yeah. Then we go to "Be My Lady," which is a lot of fun. Three in a row from Debarge here with Tori Davis on Lester the Nightfly. You feel secure Remove all your doubts So that you know for sure That you're the apple of my eye, girl Fulfill me of my dream Time will show the value Of just what you mean to me More precious than silver Precious than diamond rings or anything that I could keep you, it wouldn't mean a thing if you didn't have my love beside you there to guide you through. But ain't it good to know you do? I know just how you feel, but this time love's for real.
As you can tell, this is a very odd radio show. We've got all kinds of opera, lots of stories from Tori, and R&B, and yet we're making it work. The show continues next week. It's going to be just as brilliant, or even more so. We get to know more about Tori, the world of an opera singer, her work with the Giulio Gari Foundation and winning a prize in 2022, as well as she shares some just smashing music can't wait to share that with you. That'll be the same place, same time here on Lester the Nightfly. And if you want to listen to more about opera, go to the website lesterthenightfly.com. There is a whole bunch of interviews 
with different opera singers, uh, different operas, even individual acts of opera that I focused on over the last couple of years. It's a real love of mine. So I would definitely go there. And also one little note, there's this thing that I listen to every week. It's called Opera Box Score. It's a podcast with a bunch of smart people talking about opera. I love it. And I would highly encourage you to listen to Opera Box Score if this kind of thing is interesting to you. So that's it from PJ Ewing, your host on Lester the Nightfly. I will see you again, same place, same time, next week. This has been a PJ DJ production.